Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it is the City of Brexville's Recreation Commission meeting. If you could please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Fullware is absent. Kern? Yes. Firestone? Yes. Anna? Yes. Lazaridis? Yes. Molesky is absent. All right, thank you. All right, so our first item is for approval of the minutes from the February 23 meeting. Any corrections or changes? I, I have just one They're being revolved and then the new controlling putting it. Yes. And that was, I'll clarify, that was referring to field D lighting additions. So the D lighting additions also, that's my second comment, mm -hmm. is, was to be pointing at both the field D baseball field and the upper field that is multi-use for soccer and lacrosse. So utilize those poles efficiently. Thank you. Okay, you got that? Oh. Okay. But we'll take lights everywhere. <laughs> Light it up. Got it. Any other comments or corrections? I'll move to approve as amended. Second. Second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hannah and Gannam. Firestone? Yes. Hannah? Yes. Kern? Yes. Lazaridis? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Okay. Approved. All right, uh, moving into uh, this evening's reports. Um, the mayor is not here this evening, so that moves on to our council report. Um, so, and this is going to be very um, quickly. There's not much to report. We haven't had a lot of ac action since our last meeting. We've only had one council meeting. Um, but I do uh, want to express the condolences to the Brennan family. Uh, Mr. Neil Brennan, who was a councilman, passed away um, this past weekend and certainly want to express our condolences to him and his family and uh, may he rest in peace. Um, but I have no other uh, business to report tonight, so that concludes that. Um, so moving on to our director's report, Ms. Rachel. Thank you, AJ. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, start off, just a reminder, um, reminder but um, our e visit with the Easter Bunny is April 4th, that is sold out, so we're getting prepared for that. That will be a treat. There'll be some crafts going on. The Easter Bunny will be there for photo op. Um, it's a lot of fun, and that'll be held in the Human Services Building. So thank you to Steve and his crew for letting us hold it and um, his side. 
The April 6th is the aquatic um, aqua egg hunt, excuse me. Right now, we still have spots open in the three to 36 months, three to four years, and five to six years. Still has openings currently. And I'm sure uh, Louise is gearing up for that. Very excited to host. Uh, just friendly reminders, Good Friday, the community center hours are 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Signs will be posted, it'll be on our website, and then we will send out a friendly reminder email. Easter Sunday, April 9th, the community center will be closed. Home days, I know it seems like so far away, but we're going to start our preparation meetings um, beginning of next month. So that is going to be happening the 23rd, 24th, and 25th of June. I am going to be looking, Padmini and myself will be looking for some recommission volunteers on the 24th and the 25th. We utilize the horticulture building from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. with our bounce houses and fun games um, and some other cool stuff that we're going to have this year. Uh, April 1st is coming up and we have our aquatic registrations along with tennis, safety town, and art classes. Our art classes have been picking up. Um, our kids' classes that we've just added with Yvonne have been coming popular. Um, so looking forward to those new sessions and um, continuing to get more people in the building with that. Memberships are prorated starting April 1st and that's our first prorate of the year. So um, just a friendly reminder for any individuals who have not purchased their community center memberships yet, um, we have our first prorate of the year. So come on down, down and we will assist you and get you guys all signed up. And that will conclude my report, AJ. Thank you. Does anybody have any questions? How did the uh, mother-son soiree, how did that go over? That is, oh, that or, is I know it's coming out, but did yes. it sell out or? It is sold out as of right now. Um, Carol out in a couple hours. Dang. So okay. we're going to open up a little bit of the wait list um, in the next day or two. Cool. And that's on April 21st. Great. Any other questions? Just a clarification that prorate is for residents only. Non-resident prorate does not happen until July 1st. Yes, that's correct. Good. All right, excellent. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, moving on for our athletic area report, Jamie. Thank you. Uh, so currently our youth volleyball clinic uh, is wrapping up on Wednesday. Um, right now we have 53 participants opposed to 33 that we had last year. So a good increase. Um, we're hoping that it translates to more teams for a, a fall league. Um, last year we had three teams and about 30-something uh, athletes participate so we're hoping to get uh, another team or two um, to add to that program so we can build on that. Um, Pee Wee and Little Dribblers are ongoing as well and they'll be wrapping up the week of Easter. Uh, both of those programs and uh, the volleyball clinic have been getting great reviews from parents and and the young kids. Um, seems to be very popular. Um, men's basketball We'll begin their uh, postseason tournament on Sunday, hoping to wrap up within the next two weeks or so. Um, Monday and Thursday, pickleball lessons have been sold out. Um, we will be opening up uh, a next level type lesson um, come April, um, and we'll be opening that registration shortly. Uh, summer camp, as we know, filled up fairly quickly. <laughs> um, with with 70 campers, uh, 40 in junior camp, and 30 in senior camp. 
Um, junior camp sold out with the exception of week one. Senior camp is completely sold out. The before and aftercare add-on is roughly at 60 to 70% capacity, uh, depending on the week and if it's before care or after care. Um, and as far as adding more kids is solely dependent on the staffing. So depending on the number of counselors we get, depends on the number of, of kids we can have. Um, registration is currently open for our little hitters, t-ball, machine pitch, baseball, softball, adult softball, and our soccer academy. Uh, we'll be blasting out flyers for that shortly, just as a little reminders. Um, that registration is ongoing. Then, as Rachel said, uh, summer tennis will open up on April 1st. And that concludes my report. Great. Thank you. It's great to see um, almost doubling in volleyball. That's yeah, huge. Any questions, comments? Uh, one, one quick question about the summer camps. It's, I know this was like briefly touched on maybe last year, but is there any thought for next year or in the future? And again, I know it's largely dependent on staffing, but is the field house like any potential consideration for like more camp space uh, in, in future years? I, I don't know what go, what's gonna be going on in the field house during the summer. I know it's our first summer with that open, but I know as a parent getting kids into any camp is very hard. So I'm sure we could fill it if we had the capacity. So, yeah, I, I, so don't, I don't know that, if that's been talked about. That's something we're currently working on okay. with the schedule, you know, getting a day or two up there. The biggest thing is, getting you know, there. working with Luis, we do have swim days. Um, we typically have two of those a week. And then field trips. Um, then field trips. Mm -hmm. So I think on those off days is when we'll, we'll be up at the field house. I know it's going to be uh, logistics and communication, but, yeah, we'll, we will be up at the field house a couple days. We talked a little bit about Jamie and myself and Carolyn. We talked about, okay, what if we made Monday, Wednesday up at the field house and then Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, at the community center. We didn't know if that would create some confusion or I want to say inconvenience for the parents of remembering certain days when they need to be dropped off at certain locations. But like Jamie said, it's something that we're working on considering because we do want to be able to utilize it, especially if it's not that nice of a day out that they're able to do a lot of activity inside the field house. Mm -hmm. Okay. And another, like like you said, the the first summer we're trying to feel everything out, and I and you know we're we're working with the schools as far as you know beekeepers is going to be up there and the whole oh, yeah. That's co mingling okay. thing. Mm -hmm. um, they have some different guidelines they have to follow, so yeah, we're yeah. still all trying so to. I forgot beekeepers is there. Um, well, they do have beekeepers all year round. Um, but other than that, they are not doing any other school program that's using our field house that I know of as right now. So just the before care and before school hours and after school hours they have. Well, no, beekeepers is I think all day. Oh, in the all summer day. school yeah. program. Oh, okay. And so they just requested if they could please use um, a court if they can't get out. They're going to spend most of their time outside, but if they couldn't and they utilize the cafetorium. So then I'm thinking if we have camp up there, where are we eating lunch at? Um, you know, so stuff like that. And they have like science camps and academic camps. Mm -hmm. So we. U utilizing the cafetorium for our camp lunches and, and their stuff is all things we have to part of the huge puzzle that we got. Yeah, yeah. We got to figure out, especially this first year. So. Mm -hmm. so it sounds like it's certainly in the 
tool belt. Absolutely. It's just going to come down to the staffing and yeah. the balance of all of the logistics going through. So, mm -hmm. great. And last year we were able to accept more campers because we had more counselors. Is that correct? Wasn't it last year we opened it up? Last year we ended up opening it up to 80 for some weeks when we had to provide okay. staff. Cool. I thought so. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Moving on for our aquatics area report, please. Thank you. Um, so for aquatics, uh, we have our spring session of swim lessons starting in April, Monday, Wednesdays. Um, it's four weeks, twice a week. Uh, we also have daytime kids and company that started last week um, on Wednesdays. Uh, we'll have swim clinic on Tuesday evenings um, for about seven weeks, I believe. Um, and like Rachel mentioned, we have the Agua Egg Hunt April 6th. Uh, we were able to add an age group, an extra session, and increase the limits up to most of the sessions. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, we I just wrapped up a lifeguard class this past weekend, and our next lifeguard class is our spring break class, which is next week, the 28th through the 31st, 12 to 4. Um, it uh, lines up to the high school spring break. Um, then after that, I think we have a May weekend's lifeguard class. Then it'll be summer. Uh, as early as next week, you might see Joe Radloff outside working on the outdoor pool, weather depending. Uh, so that's coming up soon. And we've been working on our summer special events, both for aquatics and recreation. Uh, so if you have any crazy ideas, let me know. I can't do margarita nights, sorry. But <laughs> anything else, let me know. And like Rachel mentioned, April 1st is registration for summer programs. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Any questions? For the lifeguard training, I know that's been uh, uh, a choke point um, to just get <laughs> as many people as we needed there. And those, mm -hmm. how was the turnout this year? Was it better than previously we've been seeing these last couple of years? Or? Uh, better than last year, not good enough. Uh, but like this past class, we had four students. Um, the next one has seven, which seven for us is pretty big usually it's three or it gets canceled because it doesn't have enough people so that's pretty good uh, we, we there has been more interest lately um, and right now is when all the high schoolers are starting to think summer jobs so I am starting to get more applications or more interest or just more questions um, so it's looking uh, pretty good uh, so far but I'm known as like the staff pessimist so we'll see I'm still a little cautious, but so far we are kind of on track with what my goals are for hiring, um, but they can always be better. Luis, is 16 the age limit too for a lifeguard or is it higher? You can take the lifeguard class. It's a Red Cross class at 15, but you have to be 16 to work for the city of Brexville okay. and your certification lasts two years. Other questions? Are we, I, I, is it too early? Have you looked at like the scheduling with the school you're going so long it's like the outdoor pool what's gonna is gonna look like during the week like not open till four most days or after or not at all it's gonna know. be a little bit like last summer where we started out with our opening weekend or on Memorial Day weekend and then some adjusted hours we're doing that we're doing that again but just a little bit more of it yeah. uh, we're still planning on opening Memorial Day weekend as long as everything goes according to plan so we'll have those holiday weekend hours, and then we'll have some evening hours until evening and weekend hours until school lets out officially, and then we'll be in full summer mode. Yeah. The specifics of the hours, special events, um, and really anything else will be out soon. Um, like we'll start publishing it and advertising all of that stuff soon. 
Excellent. Thank Any you. other questions? We are, in case you guys know anybody who's waiting for a little bit later for summer jobs, we are starting our summer hiring for lifeguards, aquatic instructors, concessions, uh, ticket booth, uh, uh, aquatic maintenance, um, and pretty much anything else. Camp counselors, are you guys doing okay? Yeah. So if you know anybody that's kind of thinking summer job, but they're kind of waiting till May, tell them stop waiting, apply now. We are starting all of that. Any other questions? Child care as well. Child care as well, front desk. Literally anything. Yeah. Thank you. All right, moving on for our CVYO report. Meg. Okay, with the uh, help of Rachel and the uh, fire chief, we have dates for our AED CPR training. Uh, they were, um, the first class was March 16th. We had two people attend, me and Tom. Um, I have one person signed up for the March 25th date. Uh, this information has been sent out to all of our CBYO programs, all our BTBA teams and all of our programs are sharing it with all of their parents. Um, I have one person that has told me they're gonna do the at-home version. So um, I really appreciate your guys' help and hopefully we'll have other offerings in the future, but at least we provided this offering to people whether they chose to attend or not attend. One so. quick comment just to give you guys a heads up that spring break is starting this coming weekend for Brexel residents. So like next weekend is probably tough for a lot of people that are out of town. I'm not sure if that came into play, but just. These were the dates the fire department was able to Yeah, provide. no, I understand. Yeah. I was just letting yeah. you know that. Yep. Is there an yep. age limit on who could take the class? It's just like a training course, right? Yeah, it's just a training yeah. course. I, I don't really. Like a 12 year old and they can learn how to do CPR. Yeah, I believe so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, I could confirm with Max. That's who I've been working on it with. Um, but there wasn't anything that I read online. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not like a certification like lifeguarding where there would be, you know, like more. Correct. But, yeah, I mean, even for players to learn CPR, I think, you know, obviously parents and coaches is great, but players can help each other out too. Yeah. So uh, additionally, we are going to work with Dan Schreiber a Brexville resident and involved in our programs as far as walking around to each facility and kind of coming up with an action plan, an emergency action plan, so that we have that available to our teams as well. I mean, right now, um, people don't really know where to find the AEDs, so um, they're not available at every facility. I know the city is working on that and looking into possible grants and so forth. Um, but as we get more information, we'll provide that. Additionally, on uh, April 22nd, we will be having a clinic for the youth rec players for both softball and baseball. That will be held at the turf at our 2 o'clock, I believe, is the time period. And so I'm sure signups for that are underway. April 1st. April 1st. Um, as the... Spring has sprung today. <clears throat> the weatherman has not caught up with that. Uh, the spring has been very challenging for all of our programs, both on baseball fields, lacrosse fields, soccer fields, and even utilizing the turf. The cold weather has been a deterrent to the teams that use the turf as well. So um, we're hoping for some nicer weather. 
I've been working with Jamie on a daily basis as far as trying to get updates as far where Brett, who's doing the field maintenance, is on all of the facilities. I know they're doing some work on field C back here. We've lost the Highland field due to the sale of that property. So we really need to make sure that C is up and running for this coming year because we can't be down two fields. Um, additionally, in the fall, we may be utilizing that for a multi-purpose field like we did this past fall in accommodating other programs with, so that they have a field with lights and they have restrooms. Um, just from a planning standpoint, kind of after last meeting, I thought I'd mention just for a usage, give you an idea of what the programs use per week for practices. So on uh, baseball, softball, each team gets one weekday slot and one weekend slot until, unless there's additional openings, which typically there aren't. For the lacrosse and the soccer program, those programs typically do two weeks, two weekday slots, and they do not do any practicing to a point on weekends, especially once games start. It's because their games, I guess, are on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, baseball does have games on Saturdays and Sundays, but they still practice on Saturdays and Sundays. So I just wanted to give you that information so that it might plan into how you, um, you know, react with the five-year plan. Uh, I think that is all I have. Thanks. Thank you. Any questions? Okay. Uh, moving on in the agenda, uh, we're into our old business, which the first item is the confirmed CPR and AED dates, which uh, Meg just shared those with us as well. Um, just to comment further, AJ, um, so there was a class on 316 and there will be another one on 325, but there is also an online option as well that was sent out to all the coaches for um, recreation coaches and CVYO. So that's something that someone could do if they were not able to be in person. Then that would just be a 15 minute in-person session they would schedule with Max Rapkin, um, the, one of the firefighters at our department. Um, and he'd be able to take care of that and get them certified. I know in person, Meg, correct me if I'm wrong, when you attended the class, it was $5 to get <coughs> certified. And then online, I believe it's 34. Correct. And online it is, um, you know, you can stop and go as you continue with your class. And, and uh, there, there will be future dates in the fall, I believe, and this is really gonna be more systemized and you yes, know, an opportunity that will be recurring. So uh, although participation was with the two who were in here tonight participating, um, it's still at least uh, being built into the system. So it's a start, that's right. That's great. And Andy, I echo your comment. That's really, uh, you know, players can also come and attend as well too. So they're encouraged also. It's good for them to know that information in case they're in a scary situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next item on the agenda was the uh, cap budget um, in regards to the five-year plan and some of the numbers associated with the projects uh, that were put out there last year. Really, this is just, um, a good reference for you guys to kind of see and gain some scope on um, kind of the reality or <laughs> stretch reality of some of these projects may be based off of the sticker price um, and, and really this isn't anything that in the capital budget this is looked at as projections and ideas and thoughts this is not 
concrete. This is very fluid, um, but it gives a good idea of, of where we're working towards. A um, couple of the things that have already you know happened since we discussed last, the control links and uh, light bulb replacement um, that was discussed, that was happening there. Tomorrow we have uh, um, a couple items on the agenda. Um, I believe the bocce courts are being discussed. Um, and some of the things are starting to move along there that were already uh, in place and planned for, uh, but this will help give some scope to some of the larger future projects. To further AJ's comment, um, service was able to repaint our track lines upstairs um, in the community center and they look awesome. They're super bright and fresh and we've been receiving a lot of compliments from the, the members that just looks really nice and they're very thankful for that. Um, and then I know we also, another item that we did take care of was the projector upgrade and Miles Rapkin assisted us with that as well for our community rooms that are rented and projectors are used very, very often with some of our rentals and then with items that we host as well in those rooms. Questions? <clears throat> Sorry, something I did want to mention. Um, AJ and myself had been talking and working on um, as we talked about our five-year plan, kind of the pricing. I know a lot of us talked about the pricing for the turfing with the fields mm -hmm. and um, those upgrades. So if you guys um, are able to take a look here, we do have some pricing um, for the turf blossom, you know, D and E, we have F. Look at column 2025 for those. And then turf stadium drive, uh, multi-use field, 2024. These are just um, placeholders. Uh, Mayor actually got this pricing with Paul Franks and we discussed it um, and then try to put it on our timeline um, with when we can we foresee we're able to accomplish those. These are just you know placeholders. That doesn't mean they're going to be happening in that exact year or anything, but something we're working towards. Um, I'm, I'm trying to communicate with Paul Franks now to see what it would be with A, B, and C um, and the couple ideas that we discussed at our last meeting about those and just kind of throwing around what that pricing would be. So just wanted you guys to be aware of um, those estimates. Okay. Well, I did call up a question as you were talking about that. So just as a comment, again, working document, right? So we had talked, I believe at the last meeting, and I know we've talked about it at CVYO, that uh, Stadium Drive drains really well. It's one of the best ones we have in the city, right, in terms of drainage. So having that be the first one up seemed to be little counterintuitive so just the thought for future consideration so the um, the stadium drive project was is it's all the grant funded um, projects that are on there right now so it's not necessarily the turf maintenance it's the adding of the grandstands and bleachers and then the scoreboard that's being brought in Okay. And this capital that's was prepared in September before any of the five-year mm. plan conversation yeah. has been Sorry. going oh, okay. on. And this, oh, I gotcha. think, was also talking about as the practice field, not the playing field. Yeah, I'm not sure that they want to touch the playing field. I think it's the practice field, which we've discussed back in, you know, September time. And also, I had about a bajillion dollars worth of things for 2023, and then we needed to sure. be my yeah. first capital budget. He's like, all right, we need to spread some of this out. <laughs> um, so then that's how we tried to put together a plan. But I think it was more to try and assist with that practice field to the right of it. 
So how best do we use this document going forward then? So this was prepared before sort of the five-year plan was put together last time. Yes. Is it just really kind of what we're doing right this minute? Just to, as or we just look to at show this, you, show you guys a little bit about what we were thinking and some <clears throat> projects that we're foreseeing in the future of what we were trying to get accomplished. Okay. So not knowing a ton about the budget, all these, you know, it's obviously very skewed. Some years are way more proportionally than others. Is this, but that general dollar amount spread out amongst the five years, that's, is that kind of what's budgeted for those five years? It's just spread them out as we like kind of, or how, as we see necessary over the five years? Does that, does that make sense? There is no dollar amount sign, assigned to each year. This is part of the city's entire capital plan. Mm -hmm. So recreation gets a portion of it based on priorities of the city overall for capital needs. Okay. Is there a reason like one year, 2023 is like seven times lower than 2025? That That's my question. I'm assuming uh, maybe because of our bigger projects that we just accomplished within recreation with our outdoor pool yeah. and then our field house. So they were probably like, we, you know, trying to balance that possibly. Okay. Just trying to get an idea of, you know, if what we think we want to shift around is how fluid are the numbers at the bottom line. rephrasing next question or re I maybe not saying it right but my I guess my question is are these numbers the total number are those approved no. numbers for the area 2023 is approved everything okay. else Correct. is forecasting but mm -hmm. they the city thinks like oh in 2025 that could be a year we're going to allocate more of the pie to recreation versus roads or whatever is that is that what we're saying here or are these kind of all just it's all fluid based on okay. the city's needs in the current upcoming year. I so, think this, like I'm okay. looking at this more as like a wish list. Mm -hmm. Like these are all the things we'd like to do and this yes. is how much it costs. And like this is a potential schedule. And that's why the further out you go, we you can't see in your crystal ball as far. So that's why the numbers go down as well. Yeah. Okay. It's so in terms of years that always have the higher uh, number. Okay. Yeah, I just want to have So in terms of just our role as recommending priorities to city council, this is just sort of a guideline as we move pieces around, as we think about priorities. Yeah. That's and what this is. This encompasses okay. more than just the fields and things we've talked about in the five-year plan. Some of right. this is stuff that we need to continue the community center to function. <clears throat> right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I make sure I understand the pieces, parts, and the role and the tools. So. Yeah. Of course. That's a great question. But at some point, this commission would shuffle out how they would really want this allocated. So as we complete 2023, they would start looking at the needs or probably Yes, we will be working through to help create that priority to then recommend to council as a commission what we feel is the next best steps that we should be pursuing. And then at that point, um, council will take that step. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? This may be a, um, I just 
curious if pickleball is it falling off i know we discussed that with a five-year plan or do we just not have dollars because we don't know well this was created in um oh, september. september okay sorry so. you said no, that okay. i'm sorry um so yes yeah, some things it'll you know when 2024 comes in um that planning or the next capital budget is prepped it, it'll look i think a little bit different as well mainly things being added of the 2023 items are these for most part since we're in the 2023 are these for the most part all taking place um so as aj commented earlier we did uh, we've done the projector upgrade okay um, yeah. i am working currently with our service director for our stairwell and railing padding inside of our community center field house the control link enf has been um it's just about now it's all taken care of jamie's just working with them to get it scheduled when our fields are safe enough to do it so we don't ruin anything um, AJ commented that the bocce court refurbishment is going to council tomorrow. I know that Louise and Joe have been working on their pool cover, the starting blocks, the pool vacuum, the pump and v, um, VFD that did go out to bid, but we had no bidders on it. So um, working on that and um, yes. Um, yeah, the Blossom Trail. Yeah. Yes, that's happening. And then the walking trails for A, B, and C around here. Ron and I have been speaking on that. Um, he's already getting some different quotes um, with like cement, with asphalt, and then what they want to, how they want to construct that project with, depending on our field improvements for A, B, and C. So all, yeah, and it works a little bit. Definitely. Um, yeah, trying to put, um, get that all together. And then repainting the walking track, is that what the a couple items down is you were able to accomplish that this year? Instead? Yes, ma'am. So that is something that we'd be able to take off in 2024 and, and maybe, you know, put a different wish list in there because service was able to do that for a fraction of the cost and it looks wonderful. So we, I was very excited about that. <laughs> do we really have to, you know, you said this is a September Fieldhouse floor. Is it, does it only have a lifespan of five years? So that is that at the is, community center. That's oh, our community okay. center wooden floor. Okay. Mm, that's the original. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised about that too. I was like, <laughs> well, and I saw CC up here, so I was like, it doesn't say that here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know some people do because uh, they refer to our community <clears throat> center uh, gymnasium as a field house there and then the field house up there. So, but yeah, that meant CC field house. Okay. Sorry, to circle back to Meg's comment, in terms of recommendations and priorities and suggestions with the, uh, the process, the budget process, we need to start thinking about that sooner rather than later, it sounds like. So we, if we're going to have something, we need to put that, we've got to have that together really by the end of June, is right? Because the budget process, I believe, when they say August at the last meeting? Capital is due in September, beginning of September, okay. capital is due. So just in terms of a time frame as we start to think about this, okay. Yeah, once we're, uh, as uh, Rachel mentioned earlier, we're still, you know, what we don't have on here, pricing out and trying to get some ideas of what today's reality is, not just projections to, you know, help complete that. And once we have a better, or a complete picture there, um, we'll certainly be discussing that further. It would be interesting to find out what the recommendations are on, like, where you could put a multi-purpose field up in Blossom Lake, because there's been some discussion that the upper field may not be big enough to accommodate that. So 
you know, where would that be just so that we sort of plan ahead. And then additionally, it'd be interesting to hear from a company, like the turf company up the street, on if they would recommend just turfing infields or if they recommend turfing infields and outfields. And if they did recommend just infield, would that take care of outfield drainage? So oh. All questions that we I have a list for as soon as I can get one of the people to call me back. I'm th I'm sorry they're busy, but um, those are exactly the questions AJ and I met about. Yeah, yeah. And while we're in this discovery phase, certainly want to get those answers to what's the most efficient process as well, and are we going to fix other issues? Can we fix other issues with the drainage while you know saving some dollars here? Or do we need to do everything to do it right? And what is that answer just before we? Say yes. Let's spend a whole bunch of money. Let's mm -hmm. make sure we need to spend that much money because that's the right answer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any other questions on that? And we have nothing under new business. So, do we have any comments from the public? All right. All right. Hearing none, then I move to adjourn at eight oh six. Second. Lazaridis, Bolvar is absent. Firestone? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Anna? Yes. Hearn? Yes. Lazaridis? Yes. Unless he's absent. Thank you very much. Thank we you. are adjourned. Thank you, everyone.